This segment is proudly brought to you by Capital Air. Seven minutes after 11, Central African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful Tuesday morning here uh, on our program, Marka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah. Well, Jama'a. Arafat Bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name, and of course, my beloved engineer, none other than Haji Suleiman Esop. He's looking in a cool mood, not good mood, cool, extra cool mood. Haji Suleiman Esop. He will be with me from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. I want to welcome the listeners, of course, of um, Sirius FM, and I want to welcome the listeners. Of Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, our WhatsApp number is 084786313. 084786313. International overseas listeners. Plus 2784786313. Plus 2784786313. Three, two. Today is the 8th of Dhul Hijjah, 1444, which is also the 27th of June, 2020. Remember, my beloved, wonderful listeners, if you are tuning in, listening to me, send me a message and tell me, Molana, we are with you and we're listening to the bliss of marriage. It's a beautiful, mashallah, sunny, uh, shine sunny here in Lanasia. So any questions you have for um, the bliss of marriage, uh, maybe you are experiencing problems with your mother-in-law, with your father-in-law, with the outlaws, with the in-laws, with your husband, or with your brother-in-law, yes, you can just, inshallah, send us a message on our WhatsApp, uh, 084-786-3132. I see everybody just sending me uh, uh, video clips. Uh, in Medina Sharif right now at the moment Allahu Akbar the Hujaj the Hujaj I don't know if the listeners heard that beautiful clip of Hazrat Malana Musa Akudi I will be putting that in the ulama group Malana said say Malana you must send it out to start it's a beautiful mashallah Tuesday morning welcome to the bliss of marriage Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh start wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh barakallahu feekum ma arafat jazakallahu khairan this is someone wants to know, Ustad, can I remarry immediately after my Iddat, Ustad, anonymous? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, all praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. 
peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Before I respond, three announcements. Number one is, Alhamdulillah, two million people are there in Arafat now currently, and they're just waiting another 15 minutes or so. MashaAllah, the Zohar Salat time will enter, the Adhan will be given, and at Masjid al-Namira, MashaAllah, with Allah's help, Allah's grace, Allah's mercy, myself, my wife, we've been there several times right inside. We used to make wukuf there also. So over 100,000 people in the masjid, outside the masjid. And then the 2 million people, MashaAllah, in their respective camps. And then when Adhan will go for the Zohar, then MashaAllah, after that, the people will read the Zohar and Asr Salat, and they'll combine it. And that's what we advocate for everybody, whether you Shafi, Maliki, Hanabali, Hanafi, Hanbali, combine your salat. And thereafter, it's dua, dua, and dua right till the time of sunset. And after sunset, you will then proceed from Arafat to Muzdalifah. There we will advocate that you walk, mashallah, towards Muzdalifah from Arafat. And then there in Muzdalifah, you combine your Maghrib and Isha, pick up your pebbles, and then you sleep, inshallah. And then tomorrow, that after Fajr and the Wukuf, then you proceed to Mina. So that's one. Two, Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen, that the Muslim woman, the latest one, has just been come out. I just received my copy this morning, and that is the July one with the black cover. So go and purchase one copy of the Muslim woman. Excellent. You will find so many masail there in the Q&A page regarding Qurbani and the slaughtering and so forth and so on. We know that they in Saudi Arabia and those people and countries that follow them eat tomorrow for them and for us in South Africa and many other countries Eid will be on Thursday so purchase the Muslim woman inshallah aziz my program our program inshallah for tonight will be from 7 o'clock right till 8.30 that will be that with the Isha Salat and so forth so remember from from Ispingo Rail Masjid and that is Masjid Mahbub and the Imam Day is Mona Asif Ali so inshallah Allah Aziz, tonight we will be there. Allah Jalla accept it. Okay. Now you, sister, both ways we can answer it. So number one is this, the husband passed away. For example, yesterday, you see Hafiz Muhammad Riyad Wali, Rahimahullah, passed away, 40 years old, six children, three sons, three daughters. So I sent them a message this morning and to Brother Ashraf Wadi and explained everything to him regarding the inheritance, regarding the iddat and the everything, how it works and everything else. So then from time of death, you count 130 days, okay? So once that one, and in that 130 days, you as the widow, you will not be using any, you know, mandy, not wearing any new clothes or jewelry <coughs> and so forth and so on. Even eat day, you can't wear new clothes and so forth. 
And remember, after that, one thirty days expires, you got a proposal, or after one, two days, three days, you want to get married, totally permissible. So now you are out of Iddat, and now you adorn yourself, beautify yourself in the house, so all that permissible. Second scenario, your husband gave you talaq. And remember, it was three talaqs, for example, and then when you are going to Hanafi, Hanbalis, three menses. So you were not in menses when the husband gave you talaq, so you were clean, so then one menses, then the period of cleanliness, then second menses, then period of cleanliness, third menses, and remember that one expired, now you can get married, that you must remember that. According to Shafi'is and Maliki's, when we speak of divorce, so it must be three, Menses, meaning that it must that so the the three menses work according to the Hanafi school, and for them they say Shafi'is and Maliki say three periods of cleanliness. So that is Shafi'is and Maliki's. So after the talaq, you have one whole period of cleanliness, then again another one period of cleanliness, then another one period of cleanliness. Then remember, now you are out of iddat, and then you can marry the person you want to. But remember. If it is three talaq, then you can't have a mock marriage and a sham marriage for one day and one week and all that. And then all the agreements are made that the second so-called husband will then divorce you. So all that is haram. They call halala. Nabi alayhi salatu salam cursed all parties involved. So the first and the second husband both are cursed. Authentic hadith in Tirmidhi and the fatwa is she will not be halal she this lady will not be halal for the first husband so we need to be very very clear on these issues somebody says Ustad, the wife says that it's fine to say Eid Mubarak on the day of Eid the husband says it's bidah who's correct Ustad? so you must remember that both are correct in the sense that is it permissible yes it's permissible is it sunnah or compulsory? No, it's not sunnah or compulsory. If you start thinking that it is sunnah or compulsory to say Jummah Mubarak or Eid Mubarak, then it becomes a bid'ah. But if you just say like that, so that is no problem with it. It will be permissible. The sunnah dua for the day of Eid, inshallah, my brother, <coughs> Suleiman Esop, I think tomorrow, today or tomorrow's dua will be that, taqabbal Allah, on day of Eid so inshallah we will be in Ispingo Rail tonight tomorrow night inshallah in Port Shepston that Albusville where Mona Imran Kamisa is and then Thursday morning the Eid Ha Salat and Khutbah all that will be there and a lecture before that it will be live on Merkaz inshallah <coughs> so remember so we will be there in Port Shepston so now when we meet the people because half the people think we haven't met for so long so when we meet each person we will say taqabbal allahu minna wa minkum may all may allah accept from us may all may allah accept from you the hadith is made. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made this dua and you will find it in Bayhaqi. So you should be clear on that issue as well. And open Fathul Bari and that is <coughs> Hafiz ibn Hajar Asqalani rahimahullah. His magnum opus, one of his greatest works, the commentary of Bukhari Sharif. You must remember that. Learn the three things I'm telling you. 
Oh, students, oh, ulama, wonderful to know it. Imam Bukhari, Imam Muhammad bin Ismail, rahimahullah, Amirul Mu'minin fil Hadith. It took him 16 years, one six, to write Bukhari Sharif. And when Ibn Hajar, rahimahullah, compiled his commentary, it took him 25 years to write the commentary. Till today is the best commentary, one of the best in the world. People just come and learn and just add few things. So remember that Fathul Bari, so of Ibn Hajar Asqalani, 25 years. And then he wrote another book, Ibn Hajar. Therefore, Sheikh Albani, rahimahullah, used to say, and we agree with him on this. He says, Lam yulad mithlahu ba'da. You will never find an Ibn Hajar again in this world. Remember that. Therefore, when the ulama in, ha- in hadith, they just write waqal al-hafiz, and they don't put the name, so it refers to Ibn Hajar Asqalani, rahimahullah. He wrote a whole lexicon, a whole dictionary on the sahaba, male, female, and adult and children. Al-Isaba fi tamyizi sahaba. It took him 40 years to compile that lexicon and dictionary. So imagine what khidmat service they rendered to Islam. And the indictment is this, that we, we don't even know of these things here. So therefore, we must learn the Sufatul Bari has mentioned on the day of Eid, sahaba used to meet one another and they used to say, taqabbal Allahu minna wa minkum. So the summary of it will be this on the day of Eid to say taqabbal Allahu minna wa minkum sunnah and to say Eid Mubarak permissible provided that you don't consider it a sunnah or you don't consider it compulsory then it's fine it's permissible so sir what's the ruling regarding signing a contract before marriage if the parents of a girl insist on signing a contract before marrying their daughter Please clarify, Ustad. Not sure what the contract entails, Ustad. So you must remember this. Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 5, verse number 1. And, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu awfu bil-uqud. That is written there, Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala's direct speech. O oh, you who believe, e iman walo. That what must you do? You must fulfill your contracts. You must fulfill your obligations. So yes, it is permissible with one condition. Both parties agree on it. They sign on it and his witnesses and so forth. So there's no niza and no arguments after that. So when the girls party, ladies party, they say they want this there. So they write there, she so and so is going to get married to so and so. And these are the conditions that have been agreed by both parties and so forth. And then you have what you call a tafwizu talaq. You must remember contract. You just go to the majlis website. You know majlis, M-A-J-L-I-S. Then just go to C-O-Z-A and so forth. And you will find tafwizu talaq. Tafwiz, T-A-F. W-E-E-Z and talaq, tafizut talaq. So, so what will it entail? What will it contain? It will contain the following. So I'm just giving you example. You can defer, but these are three, four easy examples. If this husband remarries, meaning takes a second wife, then while this marriage is subsisting, while she, this lady here, is in his nikah, then she will have the right for tafwizut talaq. Remember that. That she can give talaq to herself, talaq a buy-in and so forth, and then she's out of the nikah. 
if the husband has affair, committing adultery, having string of affairs and so forth and so on, then she will have the right of tafwizu talaq. Surah 40, verse 44 I want to show you that how this word is used in the noble Quran and it's a very powerful potent dua. Today you have so many people who are jealous, they have adversaries, enemies and 90% of the time is because Allah has blessed somebody and something and so on. So, Ya Allah, my matters, I have handed them over to you. You deal with these people, Ya Allah. Allah, I am begging you, pleading with you, Ya Allah. Inna Allah basirum bil ibad. Verily, Allah Taala is all seeing over the servants. The very next verse, Surah 40, verse 45. Allah Taala says He will protect the people. Remember from the plotting, planning, scheming, and so forth and so on of those people there. So that is why we should read this dua. So ufo we do. So I gave you in Arabic, gave you in English, gave you in Urdu and so forth. So now, yeah, the husband is delegating the wife. He will have the right of talaq and she will also have the right of talaq if these things occur. First one, he gets married to another lady while she is still in his nikah where he has and commits adultery or has affairs and so forth, then she will have the right of talaq. Third one, Allah forbid, Allah forbid, this person here, that he gets involved in drugs and alcohol and all that. We know today how rife and rampant it is, then she will have the right. Fourth one, if he abuses her, meaning assaulting her, hitting her and so forth, or he becomes a gay guy and so <laughs> forth, because today's world is a crazy world, remember, that you don't know who's who in the zoo, you know, that you think this guy is straight but he's gay and so forth. So remember that, that maybe he was Eve and that today I saw a nice one, you know, one big fat guy. And he's telling the world that people today, they say they can change their gender when they're five years old or 50 years old. You are Steve. Then suddenly you say, no, I'm Eve. Then if you Eve, you say, you Steve. So you say, look at me. I'm a big fat guy, 200 kilos. So now I say, no, I'm a thin guy. I changed my this thing. I changed my gender to slender. How's that now? I changed my gender to slender. You see? So all shaitaniyat, all these things from A to Z, all haram. When Satan, Lucifer, was expelled from Jannah in Surah 4, verse 119, then Alhi Iblis, Shaitan, Lucifer took an oath. وَلَآمُرَنَّهُمْ فَلَا يُغَيِّرُنَّ خَلْقَ اللَّهِ I will surely command them that they will be the ones, you must remember, who will change the creation of Allah. The woman want to become like the male. How many Muslim women, they cut their hair, if you look at the back, you can't make out his Eve or his Steve, totally haram and so forth. You take the men, some of them, they're wearing earrings and they 
looked like bailas, you know. So in our memon, there's a proper term, baila jeralogeto, that he wants to imitate the females and so forth. Allah made you male, but now you want to imitate female and wear earrings and chains and all these kind of things. You're a male, papa. What do you want to behave like a female and all these kind of things? Yeah? So like that, if this guy... So these are examples what you should have there in the contract. Oh, you have one more thing Allah put in my head because this also nowadays has become a big issue that she will have a separate dwelling. She will not stay with a mother-in-law and so forth and so on because today people, they change their word anytime, you know. They say, no, 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 we'll give you a separate dwelling. Now the nikah takes place this on next month, six months, one year, two years, and I goes on. And then all the trouble starts. So all these will be valid grounds. Both parties must agree. Both of them must sign. Both of them must have witnesses. And in that way, they, inshallah, you don't hope, you don't pray these things will happen. But these are just checks and balances. Mm-hmm. Now, where we got this from? If somebody has to ask you, from where you got all this? So you must say, you see, he Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam after the Battle of Badr. Now Badr took place on the 17th of Ramadan, second year of the Hijrah on a Friday. Okay, so now in the last 10 days of Ramadan, in the second year of the Hijrah, he Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu performed his ladli, his beti, his sahibzadi, his most beloved daughter, Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha's nikah, with Sayyida Ali radiallahu anhu arda. And she was 15 years, five months, 15 and a half years, you can say, old Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha. Then the marriage was going well. In the third year, Sayyidina Hassan was born, radiallahu anh. In the fourth year, Sayyidina Hussein, radiallahu anh, was born, and so forth. Now Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu ta'ala an, he said, okay, that now I'm looking after Sayyida Fatima, now some wealth has come, and what have you, and so forth. So Abu Jahal, Amr bin Hisham, his name, la'anahullah, he's the special Jahannam. So he had a daughter, Jamila. He had a daughter, Jamila. And Sayyidina Ali radiallahu decided he wants to marry Jamila. Now who is Jamila? Jamila is the daughter of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu marry Jamila. Jamila is the daughter of Abu Jahal. Now Sayyidina Fatima was very, very sad, very, very upset and so forth. Then the news came to Nabi alayhi salatu salam. He, rahmatulil alameen, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi salam said, Majtama'a bintu nabiyyillah wa bintu aduwillah. It cannot happen that two women are married to Sayyidina Ali. One is the daughter of Nabiullah, the master Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah sallam, and one is Bintu Aduwillah. Remember that. Abu Jahal was already dispatched to Jahannam before the nikah to Sayyidina Fatima. Therefore, I gave you the sequence of events and if you want to see that sequence of events, go open Musannaf Abdul Razak and so forth. You will find it there. So, all that happened. Now Sayyidina Ali finished then. Amanna saddaqna sami'na watana. So from there we derive all this here. That remember Allah Jalla wa'ala tells Nabi alayhi salatu salam via wahi and revelation. Surah number 53, Surah wa najmi verses 3 and 4. 
وَمَا يَنْتِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَى إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْوِي يُوحَى And then the fuqaha, the jurors come. Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, said, and is mentioned in Kitabul Janais, the chapter of funerals in Tirmidhi Sharif, Al-Fuqaha u'a'lamu bima'ani al-Hadith. They, the jurors, they are the real fuqaha, jurors, scholars. They go and they probe and investigate and then they deduce from there the meaning of the hadith. So from that hadith we have, go open, you must remember Mustad Ahmad and that you will find this whole incident there. So that is from where we have this Dalail and evidence. I think the sister misunderstood, she says, Mufti Sab, I heard last night, you saying you against those people who go to Mecca for their Quran Khatam Hifz Jalsa. My son and daughter just completed the Hifz. Now my husband has cancelled our trip to Mecca. I'm so disappointed it moved to AK. We're going to the house of Allah for my son and daughter's Hifz Jalsa. What is wrong in that? Allah knows best to start. If you were supposed to go for Umrah and so forth, and then you go, so and your son and daughter complete Umrah and so forth, so then remember, no problem. But you want to make a special trip to go there to Makkah, Medina, make Khatmul Quran there, your son, your daughter, and the aim, which is most of the time like that, Riyah and Wasum'a, mm-hmm. just to show off and impress people. And you'll say that your daughter's nikah will take place there, your son's this thing, Khatmul Quran will take place there. But you know deep down the intention is just to la- to impress the people's eyes and to impress the ears of people. So obviously that is wrong. So what is there? You're going to spend 100,000 and more for you, your, for the husband, for the wife, the two children, and so forth and so mm. on. Every day you read Ishraq Salat, you get reward of Umrah and Hajj. There are thousands of people so poor and so on. Therefore, even now I'm telling you, therefore I sent it out on all the groups, on all the vital groups. We sent it out on Telegram and so forth. That Remember that you can still send your money and so forth to Majlisul Ulama there in Port Elizabeth and there. So how much? Eight, uh, 840 rand or something. I just said 900 rand. So you must remember yesterday. So I said is nafil. You just do whatever you want to. People never ate meat for three, six months, eight months. Now I'm asking you what is better? So there's nothing to be disappointed about when you yourself know that what is your intention. Mm. When your intention is this, and your husband is pulling a fast one on you, maybe you must remember he said no, that uh, Mufti Aki said letters, but he didn't want to take you in the start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then he just used my name as a bridge, you know, for mm. that and this type of thing. Mm. Yeah. So that is human being's nature, remember. Balil insanu ala nafsihi basira. They know you human being is guilty but outwardly he'll give some excuses you're driving 180 200 and the police stop you you say no my grandfather passed away my grand is a molana you say i never spoke lies i didn't tell him when my grandfather grandmother passed away so all fairy tale stories you know? somebody says how do i bring about the topic of marriage to my parents without feeling awkward ustad i feel like i'll get a heart attack just approaching them for this ustad so it looks like you are a girl, a baby, a daughter, you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, and now you feel you want to get married and so forth. You also have the urges and so forth. That's normal. So 
First one, you should speak to your mother when she's in a good mood. And you should speak to her on a one-to-one basis. Tell her, Ummi, you know, I'm 20 years old, plus minus. I want to settle down. I also want to have children and so forth and so on. You all are the parents. It's your duty that you should get me married and so forth. Gal gani acho. You say, Mammon, what you say? Gal gani acho. So meaning when people now, you must remember, propose, then you mustn't just say no, 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 no. You must say no and encourage the family members, uncle, aunties, all of them. Okay, no, my daughter is ready and now she wants to settle down. You see today, this is where culture is going against Quran and Sunnah. Go read the whole story. You must remember of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu salam. Chapter 28, verses 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. Go read all that and see. He left Egypt and he came to Madian. He doesn't know anybody. He cries, he begs, he petitions Almighty Allah. Chapter 28, verse 24. Ya Allah, whatever goodness you're sending down from the heavens and skies, I'm muhtaj, I need it. There were two honorable ladies. They had haya, shame, modesty. They stood far away from the men. So he looked at them, asked them, what's wrong? They said, Abuna Sheikhun Kabir, our father is very old. We don't have a brother. So he filled up their buckets, everything. They went on much earlier than expected. They told their father the entire episode and story. So the daughter suggested, Ya Abatista Ajirhu. Oh, father, why you don't employ him? He is such a good person. They never knew his Nabi Musa, alayhi salam. But inna khaira manista ajartal qawiyyul ameen. The best person to employ is qawi, must be active, active. Today they're so active, they'll steal your money also. So not that kind. So qawiyyul ameen, must be honest also, and so forth. So these two qualities. Father is Nabi Shu'ayb alayhi salam. He says that employing all that is secondary. I want the primary. So what is the primary? Nabi Shu'ayb alayhi salam says, I will tell him these are my two daughters you choose one from them and we will get you married and you stay here for 10 years and he did that he got married to Sayyidah Safura and he stayed there 10 years in Madian and then he came back so it shows that gal that the proposal can come from the lady's side also our people, our Maiman people, Surti people, Gujarati, Urdu people, today, if you saw you propose for a boy and say that, take my daughter, take my niece, my sister, you say, you know what you did? You cut our nose to pieces. So it's like you threw our izzat away. So that is jahiliya. That is ignorance to speak like that. Remember, Quran is speaking these kind of things here. Yeah. So we must be clear on these issues here. Yeah. So go to your beloved mother, speak to her, and every day, now, 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 start reading. So remember that, Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurrata a'yun. So, oh, beloved Allah, grant us our spouses. Ya Allah, grant us our children that are the coolness 
because of the ice. You see, there in Arafat, two million people are there. So Mona Musa Akudi, our colleague, mashallah. So he will be our time, three o'clock. They saying might be about ten past three, quarter past three. So we will link up with them. So then it will carry on for one hour, one and quarter hour till half past four. Our time, their time will be they one hour ahead. And then you must remember. So that is today and tomorrow. So when it's our ninth, you must remember of Zilhijjah, our Arafat day. So you must listen to the tafsir time between 1.05 and 1.30. So you will hear the Khatmul Quran dua we made when we finished on that Thursday, the last Thursday of Ramadan 14.44. And we had Eid on Saturday and they had Eid on Friday day in Makkah, Medina and so forth. So because today is Surah An-Nas and then tomorrow would be Khatmul Quran and it's after Zuhur and you know on a Wednesday after Zohar duas are accepted so participate in all that so inshallah Aziz Allah will give you a good good spouse mm. and go into Sajda Allah se mangna hai Allah se manwana hai Surah 25 verse 74 Rabbana hablana min azwajina wa zurriyatina qurrata'yun Oh beloved Allah grant us such spouses and such progeny and children that the coolness of the ice mm. I've got a, a question from Cape Town Ustad <clears throat> it says that uh, <clears throat> why are married women not allowed to drive in Islamic law because all the TTs here in Cape Town, they're all driving Ustad. Everybody in Cape Town is eating, you must remember, yeah and there and all that. So how many places people eat? You know it's not halal. They will tell you it is halal friendly. So what it means, halal friendly? Why one side they got the cook sisters, they got the samosas, they got the pakores, the bajas, and what and what and what. On the other side, they got alcohol there. So that is what they mean by halal friendly. So Mustafa Rasulullah said, Mankana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir. Whosoever believes in Almighty Allah and the last day, Fala yajlis ala ma'idatin to daru alayhi al khamar. You can't frequent a place where alcohol is being served, but they put halal today there. Every house, 99%, 90% got TV. So everybody is watching. The sheikh also is watching. They also come on TV. The Molana come on TV. So it's is permissible that. So it's obviously it's not permissible. Quran says, Surah 24, verse 30, 31. What you, the word you use, I don't like that word, so I'll say aunties. So the aunties, you must remember, are watching the men. Quran says, oh aunties, you must lower your gaze. <laughs> and the aunties are watching the Mawlana and Sheikh, like that. So for the men, they're looking at the women. Women are looking at the men. And we say, no, Islamic TV. Oh, Islamic program. Who's fooling who in the zoo? So we don't work like that. I'm asking you three questions. So you must tell me. You are going from Mitchell's Plain, right? And you are going there to Athlone and so forth. Now you get stuck and you're a lady. So your something happened to the engine. Or your tire get punctured and so forth. And now what's going to happen? So you setting yourself up 
You know the crime rate. You know how many gangsters there are in Cape Town. You know how unsafe it is. So you see all the problems. Islam wants to safeguard you, but the Western system is such that they want to get you out of the houses. Go out, go work, go enjoy, speak to Eve, speak to Steve, speak to this one. Then you must wear special clothing, special uniform, and so forth and so on. My sister, my auntie, they in Kapstad, the mother city of Cape Town, Quran Kareem states, Surah 33, verse 33, You must stay glued, you must stay in your house as much as possible for ladies, all ladies. The only time you come out when there's a real need and so forth. And when you come out, then you can't wear such clothes like, you know, you doll yourself up mm. and so forth. Quran Sharif says, now my sister, you be honest. That this morning you had some donuts and then you had such, you must remember that cook sisters and whatever. And then you went out somewhere. Now, how will the ordinary Muslim lady, Cape Town, Johannesburg, Durban, PE, wherever, that they will doll themselves up, must put some lipstick, must put some dipstick, must put some uh, mascara, must put this, this. So what Nabi alayhi salatu said, إِذَا خَرَجَدِ الْمَرْعَى When the lady leaves the home, وَهِيَ مُتَعَتِّرَى And she applied perfume, makeup, all that. فَمَرَّتْ بِمَجْلِسِ كَذَا وَكَذَا And she passed the man, and the man can see her, and she's dolled up, beautiful. Then فَهِيَ زَانِيَى She is just like an adulteress. Authentic hadith in Tirmidhi. Who is saying this? Rahmatulil Alameen, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So the master, alayhi salam, said this. So we don't bend the rules because this one said, we follow Quran Sharif and believe in it. We follow the Sunnah Mubarakah, the teaching, preaching of the master, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And we follow the beloved Sahaba and companions and the Awliyaullah and the four schools of thought, the Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis, Hanafis, that is what our deen is all about, the Ahalu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Well, it's uh, exactly now 18 minutes to 12. We go for an interval. When we come back, inshallah, we will continue with the bliss of marriage. Stay tuned. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah. <laughs> Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah. Well, it's uh, 15 minutes uh, to 12 o'clock on this beautiful, mashallah, Tuesday morning. I see there's so many messages, Ustad, last night on the Q&A, and I see this morning as well, people want to know regarding should they fast today and tomorrow or just tomorrow? Somebody says, hey, can I fast tomorrow, Muftisab, but I also have Kava fast. Does it count if I fast to start? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Yeah, there are three different issues. 
Issue number one, if you are in Saudi Arabia or in those countries that are following Saudi Arabia, we don't agree with their sighting, but you people do that. So you must remember, if you are a haji, you are there in Arafat. Now already the time for Zohar has entered there, and they are busy with their Zohar and Asr. Some of them already finished with Zohar and Asr. Some of them busy with their du'as already. So Allah, we make du'a for them. Allah Hajjana Hajjam Mabrura Wasayana Sayam Mashkura Wazambana Dhamam Mafura Watijaratana Tijaratalantabur O Hujaja Baitillah the greatest dua you can read today is La ilaha illallahu wahdahu La Sharika Lahu Lahul Mulku Walaul Hamdu Wawa Allah Kulishin Kadir Hadith in Tirmidhi and read the Labbaik loudly remember you the men and women softly and whatever you can make Khatmul Quran there in Maidan Arafat and then make your dua and make dua for us and the Ummat and Muslimah so the fast the Hajis no fasting for them remember Hajis no fasting for Shariba Labana he Habibuna Sallallahu Sallam in Maidan Arafat drink the milk to show the Ummah Hajis you don't fast okay so we're speaking about non-Hajis now non-Hujjaj so you must remember that that Habibuna authentic hadith open various compilations Ibn Majah and so forth that the previous year's sins will be forgiven and the following year so if you keep one fast also it's permissible there's no problem with that and if you keep two, three, four, five fasts you must remember not from Eid day now you kept now in Zulhijjah one day, two days, three days, five days. So excellent hadith. You must remember in Tirmidhi ibn Majah, Siyamuha ka Siyami Sanatin and Qiyamuha ka Qiyami Laylatil Qadri. That if you fast during this first eight, nine days, you must remember you get the reward of fasting one whole year. And if you make ibadat at night, well, Fajri, well, in Ashar is like making ibadat on Laylatul Qadr. So don't waste this nights and so forth so in vices and sins especially stay away from it so that is one issue second issue so when must you fast you are in South Africa you are in Southern Africa our ninth of Zilhijjah is tomorrow Wednesday and Thursday is Eid so today if you keep a fast it's not the day of Arafah tomorrow is day of Arafah according to our calendar and so forth and so on so that is what advice we'll give you and you keep one fast is fine so the sister asked a good question there that tomorrow she wants to fast can she make in Tension of Qadha fast and Arafat fast. According to majority scholars, it's not permissible. Shafis and them, they allow that. But Hanafis, Hanbalis and them, we don't allow that. So just make intention of Qadha and that is fine. If you don't have Qadha, then make intention of Arafat. So that is fine. There's no problem. Then you have those people who are fasting today, yesterday, today and tomorrow. So remember, that's excellent. Then you get all the reward, whether you kept all three days Qadha or one, two days Qadha and tomorrow you keep Nafil Sunnah fast. So all that is good. But I would not advise you to keep Nafil Sunnah fast and you still got Qadha. So remember that. Then one more thing you must know is that Thursday onwards is Eid so th- in South Africa. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
Sunday. So all these days is haram for you to fast. Saudi Arabia and those people, those countries were following them. So Wednesday is your Eid. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is haram to fast. Because Eid day you can't fast and the three days after that you can't fast. It's called Ayyamu Tashriq. It is the days that you must Ayyamu Aklin. Washurbin Wazikrillah. The days of eating, drinking and remembering all abundantly. So these are basic issues you should understand. Hmm. Somebody says, Ustad, if one lies during a sale, is the money haram? My husband lies too much and he makes a lot of money. Is our money halal, Ustad? So if he's lying all the time and all that, then Allah Ta'ala says, Almighty Allah's curse is upon people who are the liars and so forth. Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, when the person lies, then remember the malaika also, that smell, that foul stench and smell that emanates from that lying person's mouth, the malaika run away and from that stench and smell, meal and one mile away and so forth. But they still record it and so forth. So if the item and so forth is halal, then the income is halal. If the item is haram, then it's haram. But if he's selling a halal item and merchandise and stock and lying and all that, then that income will be become tainted and polluted as well. He's telling them this watch will last for five years. He's telling them this computer cell phone will last for ten years. And he's a good spokesperson, mm. meaning he's got the gift of the gap. He knows how to lie, you see. And that, that is the sign of hypocrites, Nabi Sallallahu said, When they lie, when they speak, they speak lies. And when they promise, they got no intent at all from day one to honor it and fulfill it and then when that person is given amanat some trust he makes khiyanat commits breach of trust he makes khiyanat in amanat and fourth one open Muslim Sharif in that if that customer brings something back and say you gave me something that is faulty or defective or not the right size then he speaks to them in Greek and German and you know Spanish and all F and B is one way he <laughs> swearing and so forth so it seems your husband got all these qualities you must the way you're explaining so you must remember that's a sign of people who are hypocrites according to, to Bukhari Sharif's hadith and according to Muslim Sharif therefore the income becomes tainted and polluted let's go to Mauritius Ustad uh, sister says it is recommendable to give the newborn baby zamzam water to drink if so when is the best time to do so Ustad Remember that when Mustafa Rasulullah migrated to Medina Munawwara, a whole year passed, you must remember, and the Muhajireen who migrated from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina, nobody's wife gave birth, you know. Then, MashaAllah, so the baby was born. Who is the father? Zubair bin Awam from Ashara Mubashara radiallahu anhu warda. Who is the mother? Asma, Sayyida Asma binti Abi Bakr. She is the beloved daughter of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu an, and the eldest sister of Siddiqa, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu an. Who is the baby just born? Abdullah bin Zubair radiallahu anhu. 
This is now Sayyidina Abu Bakr and them, Umar Umar, all of them are the grandparents, right? And this is Sayyidina Abu Bakr and them are grandparents. Then you got the father, mother, Abdullah bin Zubair, sorry, Zubair bin Awam and Asma, they are the parents. And then you got the grandson, Abdullah bin Zubair. So many generations, all of them Sahaba. Do you understand what a virtue that is? Mm. Now they brought him. Who they brought? Abdullah bin Zubair. Open Bukhari Sharif, you'll find it. So you must remember when they brought him to the Master, salam, then he, Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then took his saliva Mubarak and then he put spit there and put it in the mouth of Abdullah bin Zubair. In Dakhala, the first thing to enter the mouth of Abdullah bin Zubair was the Busak Mubarak, the saliva Mubarak, the blessed saliva of the Master, the Adhan was given, Iqamat was given, then the saliva Mubarak, then the Tahnik, and that took place. So if the day the baby is born, and then you put Zamzam and all that, we won't say it's Sunnah, but we will say it's good in the sense that, you know, that Ma Uzam whatever intention you made when you drink zamzam you give somebody zamzam is authentic hadith in Ibn Majah so you do it the day the baby is born so that is what you do today your baby is born so the akika will be next week Monday tomorrow the baby is born then Tuesday next week like that it is so if you want to put zamzam or that then do it the day the baby is born anytime on that day Somebody says, <clears throat> I hear how my colleague speaks lovingly to his wife on the phone every day. Why can't all men be compassionate like him? Because some of us fell off the wrong train to hell. Ustad. Yeah, there are three issues. Before I answer that, I answered one question this morning. So there's one husband. He's there in Arafat. There's one husband. He's there in Arafat. So now you must remember it's 5 to 12 year, right? So in Makkah, Mas Arafat, all that is 5 to 1, they want our head. So this Mota, his wife is here, you must remember, in South Africa. So he's sending her all sweet, sweet messages while she's in Ihram and he's there in Arafat. Oh, my sweetie, I'm missing you. And he's blowing kisses to her. <laughs> and oh, my sweetheart, my darling. Now he thinks he's doing good, but remember he's in ihram. Quran says, Quran says that is totally haram. Fala rafatha that there must be no husband-wife talk, no intimate talk. Wala fusuka and no sense that you smoking and looking at women and the women looking at men and so forth, and you don't control your tongue and you swearing and lying. Wala jidala and you arguing and the you with this one and that one. So you spoiling your head, scoring own goals. So that is one issue I want to clarify. Second one, Quran Sharif says Surah four verse nineteen. That you, the husbands, that treat your wife with love, with justice and respect. 
So that is there, but you must not be in the state of ihram, and it must be a husband-wife, not some boyfriend, girlfriend, and all that, and mistress, and all that. Haram in Islam, obviously. Wala muttakhidina akhdan. Wala muttakhidati akhdan. So there's no place for boyfriend, girlfriend, all that in Islam. And third one, now you're complaining about your husband, and he went to on this train, and that train, leave all that there. Mm. Today, today. So you start, mashallah, tonight, everything you start on Wednesday, there's barakah and blessing. So tonight after Maghrib is Wednesday. So if you want a reference of it, go open Maqasid Hasana, Allama Sakhawi, Rahimullah wrote an excellent book. Right in the ending, you will find Siddiq Atubintu Siddiq, radiallahu anhu. <clears throat> what say the Aisha radiallahu anha said start your shop start your nikah start this start that everything Wednesday mashallah so you are my sister then you take Riyadu Salihin and of Allama Nawawi take Fazail A'mal of Hazrat Sheikh Mona Muhammad Zakaria and in that way every day start Ta'aleem then your husband will get come better and better inshallah Ahabbul A'mali ilallah adwamu'a wa'in Allah, the most beloved action to Almighty Allah is the one where there is consistency. Even if you read little bit every day, five, seven minutes, inshallah, there'll be goodness in that. So make dua for us and the Ummah at large. Barakallahu feek. Salaamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah.